Ideas are everywhere. Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group Podcast. I'm your host, David Bellarive. Today, my guest is Kevin Hayes, Director of Digital and Media Strategy at Phoenix Group. Kevin is new to our team, and we're very excited about the talents and skills that he adds to Phoenix Group and brings to our clients. By way of introduction, I want to share work from a recent campaign that uh, Kevin put together for us, a very small but very recent campaign for STC, the bus company. Enjoy the conversation. Well, welcome, Kevin. Hi, thanks. It's, uh, it's great to uh, finally get you on the air and talking to you. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your first little while here in Regina and uh, how you're enjoying Saskatchewan. Ah, thanks for having me and uh, uh, putting me behind a mic. Um, I've been here now five weeks, and it's been uh, pretty exciting. Um, Time Phoenix Group is does a bunch of amazing work, has uh, a lot of great clients and great projects. As the director of digital, it's it's really nice to come into an environment where uh, the clients and the agency are receptive to uh, trying and experimenting digital tactics, as well as uh, implementing old school um, strategies. You know, old school on the web, like six months ago, um, <laughs> that work for the client. So there's a lot of freedom and flexibility to get uh, good results uh, and and do good work for the client. So yeah, I'm I'm having a good time. Great. One of the what we want to talk to you about today, what I wanted to talk to you about today is kind of um, it's a really small project, but it's very mm. interesting. And one of the first things that you did when you came here, ah. and that was for STC and the ride rewards. Um, what can you tell me about? I guess first of all, what was STC trying to achieve, or what their problem was? Mm, the Saskatchewan uh, Transportation Company had uh, was a really fun first project for me, and. Uh, uh, we that was a campaign we executed in November, and the whole purpose of the campaign was to uh, drive people in Saskatchewan to sign up for their Ride Rewards program. So in order to do that, uh, STC offered an incentive, which was ride anywhere in Saskatchewan uh, for twenty dollars. Pretty attractive incentive mm-hmm. uh, to ride on the uh, bus anywhere in Saskatchewan. So that's just if I sign up for Ride Rewards, um, I get this coupon or this opportunity. Exactly. If you submit your email address, they'll email you a coupon and you go anywhere that uh, STC goes uh, for $20. And Ride Rewards isn't a bad program. Like it's not you're offering something or trying to lure people into something that's awful. Like it's uh, first, it's a collection of email, but mm-hmm. it's also a discount, I guess, on every bus ticket you, you buy. That's right. There are numerous benefits to uh, writing up uh, or signing up for SEC ride rewards and so one of the challenges was a letting people know uh, what those benefits are uh, B getting uh, to the people who take bus transportation around uh, and C maybe getting to the people who didn't realize that taking the bus was an opportunity and was a, an alternative form of transportation uh, in comparison to driving a car uh, all the way, you know, three or four hours, uh, or driving a car in bad weather conditions, or flying, or things like that. So, what was the approach? How did we how did we do that? Well, first we had to. Uh, there's such a wide range of people who take the bus. So the first thing we did was we, we started to figure out who would take the bus. And uh, clearly not everybody's going to take the bus, but there's a lot of people that will. Uh, so we started looking at uh, audiences and males, females, young, older. Why would you take the bus? Some people visit family. Some people visit their boyfriends and girlfriends. Uh, that was a common trend between uh, the younger people. Uh, some people have medical uh, needs in other parts of Saskatchewan. Uh, some people... Um, 
I just don't want to drive on the highways. They've got work. So we started looking at who's going to take the bus, uh, why, and how do we reach them uh, the most effectively. Uh, the second thing was we had to make sure the, the, the offer and the experience on STC's site was compelling enough for somebody to give us their email address. In this day and age, asking for an email address without a relevant offer, a meaningful offer, uh, is something that 99% of organizations do. And so a $20 bus ride, uh, a landing page uh, that really drove towards that sign up, you know, were pieces that helped people not only understand what our offer was, but helped uh, make it really easy for them to give up their email address to us. Right. And this wasn't, um, and, and it's probably more typical than not typical, is that STC has um, uh, um, a separate group that handle their website and the marketing department doesn't really have control over freedom, I guess, over what they can do and cannot do on, on that. So certainly not ideal landing page in, in your eyes, but they were willing to, to try a few things that were different. Yes. Uh, we, we met in the middle at a, at a reasonable compromise and, um, that means uh, we had clear call to actions. We, uh, did a little bit of design work that, um, uh, webified some of the content, uh, you know, such as bullet points and and clear webby buttons that are clear to click on, um, and uh, so we, we definitely moved a couple of steps forward for sure. And uh, with this campaign under our belt and the success of the campaign, we can do even more work uh, uh, next time. And how important is the landing page in a in a campaign where you're driving people there and asking them to do something? Mm. Uh, the landing page is, is quite important, and there's a couple of reasons for that. Uh, one is that, you know, with this STC campaign, our goal was simply to sign people up for the Ride Rewards program. And so we really tried to remove any distractions on the website or on the landing page that may cannibalize that opportunity. And so um, when there are other opportunities on a website for a user to experience, such as the contact button or other navigational pieces, you really risk the goal of diluting uh, your achievements um, by distracting users with other you know, bells and whistles and shiny objects on the website. So a landing page is really quite important uh, to drive your objectives. And were you able to do any, um, I guess maybe I'm getting into the results a bit, but are, were you able to do any heat mapping afterwards and seeing where people went and, and how, uh, how effective this was? Yes, actually, we, we implemented a couple of um, extra pieces of analytics. Uh, so in addition to the regular analytics program that uh, STC uses, uh, we put on heat maps um, uh, and video recordings and, and watched how people actually cursed and, and uh, around the website with their mouse and uh, on Hopefully mobile. Hopefully not cursed around. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't, we can't actually hear them in this case. And uh, we found a couple of really interesting pieces. And uh, so right early in the campaign, we found that uh, people were clicking on um, a piece of uh, the landing page that wasn't clickable. And so uh, within a couple of days after we saw that, uh, we uh, turned that piece on the landing page to a clickable item, which drove to uh, more Rod Reward signups. The second thing we noticed is that uh, this particular landing page had a navigation on the left-hand side and navigation on the top. And so there were two menus and those menus um, 
ate a lot of the conversions that could have gone to um, people signing up for ride rewards. So people came to the lining page. They're like, oh, that's an interesting offer. And then they went to the left-hand side menu and said, oh, wh- why don't I just check out where I can travel first? And then next thing you know, they're, they have left the page altogether without... May or may um, not have come back. Signed and, up. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Interesting. So what sorts of things did you do did, um, to reach out to these different audiences? Mm. So um, one approach uh, that we used for this campaign was to segment our targeting. And so we had a really broad audience that we were going after, 18 to um, 55-year-olds and, um, sorry, 26 to 55-year-olds. And so we cast a really big net um, to reach that giant audience. And within that big net, we had subsections. So 26 to 35s and 35s to 44s and then 44s to 55s. And we started out really broad and almost on a uh, every other day basis, we would go in and start checking out within those demographics, uh, what age groups are clicking, um, uh, what age groups are converting, uh, male, female, um, other, we, we had a strong mobile push on this campaign, so we we're also looking at what, what websites are driving uh, traffic. So things like employment websites, uh, dating apps were really popular with uh, the younger uh, people, uh, as well as um, kind of um, BuzzFeed type style sites that uh, are what I call time killer sites. So, you know, we, we didn't start out with a crystal clear audience, but we really used almost on a daily basis, the feedback from the audience in the campaign to refine the campaign uh, as it went on. So towards the end of the 30 days, which is a, a, a pretty short campaign, uh, we had some pretty narrow focuses for uh, the time frame we were given. Mm-hmm. So was it just, um, uh, I shouldn't say just, banner ads and mobile ads were um, the calls? Uh, we had uh, mobile ads and um, so in-app ads and um, mobile display. Uh, we did remarketing and as well we did uh, social ads, Facebook ads. Okay. Tell me a little bit about the remarketing and, and how that played into this campaign. So um, one of the valuable pieces of remarketing is the is a repeated message and one of the value pieces of remarketing in general is that uh, you you typically will reach a lower audience um, but your click-through rates which is one piece of a bigger pie will be higher and your conversions uh, will actually be higher so that is it's really a a quality not quantity thing and so uh, what we were doing is we were uh, remarketing to people who have visited the site through our advertising hadn't converted and also uh, people who had come to the ride rewards program without actually um, uh, clicking on our advertising so the repeated exposure in this case um, uh, repeat exposure with different messagings uh, and our value propositions were things like um, you know travel for work travel to see your friends travel to see your family you know re- repeat exposure to those multiple messages uh, yielded a pretty good result um, uh, for our remarketing campaign um, I remember something um, I know when we had done previously a few uh, just interviews with people um, who ride the bus. And one of the things that was interesting was, you know, we've heard of the senior sale and the youth sale and people respond well to sales, but they weren't really aware of the ride rewards and this sale aspect that you get a discount with your ride mm-hmm. rewards cards. Was um, the savings message incorporated at all in the campaign? And- yes, it was. And we had... Uh, a couple of different pieces to the messaging. First of all, we used various um, 
people and images of various age groups and then tied messaging such as visit your friends uh, for $20 um, you pack the snacks we'll do the driving uh, type things um, visit family uh, travel for work so we have these various messages that uh, we're going to expose the various reasons why you want to take the bus. Um, and then the second piece is we really played around with those messages around, um, you know, some headlines we would uh, lead with the $20 travel anywhere in Saskatchewan. Uh, some messages we would lead with the visit your friends and family. Um, and we found that the cost savings when that was the lead a value proposition, um, that drove a lot of interaction. And then the secondary messages around friends and family then supported um, community engagement on the ads themselves. And whereas if we led with the friends and family first, uh, we had less click-throughs, less uh, conversions, and, and less signups. So it was really a valuable lesson around, you know, what are the ways we can get people uh, to just even consider taking the bus um, and leading with the the offer of twenty dollars anywhere in Saskatchewan was was a, a clear win for for us. Mm-hmm. So in the end, how did uh, I know it was a very small campaign, but um, how how do you think it did? How did we do? So the campaign, uh, we had a, a certain target for uh, ride reward signups, and um, the campaign went uh, uh, really well. And so a campaign goes well for uh, numerous reasons. Uh, one is the budget spend um, is is efficient. So you don't want to be spending a thousand dollars every time somebody clicks on your ads, as an example. Um, so from a campaign management perspective, it went, went really well, and we refined the campaign uh, multiple times throughout the uh, duration of November, which is when the campaign was launched, um, which led to that budget efficiency, which led to us being able to optimize ads for, for email sign-up. So on the one hand, the budget was spent well, and um, we got lots of traffic to the site, um, and uh, the second piece, which is the most important piece, is the uh, email signups. And so uh, we were pretty close to our target. And there were some uh, technical issues with um, uh, a third-party vendor that took the email signups. Um, so that uh, affected things a bit. Uh, but otherwise, we had unbelievable success on people who came to our landing page and clicked on the sign-up for Ride Rewards. Uh, it was probably at least three times higher than we what we had expected that oh, it would be yeah so we were really quite proud and, and impressed with that and uh, so that just means we have some things that worked for our next campaign and then we also have some learnings on things that uh, we're going to improve upon and so we're going to we're going to take that three times success rate and make it four or five or six times on the, on the next campaign that's awesome and it is it is i guess a big part of running a campaign like this is learning and mm-hmm. what kinds of things did you learn from this uh, so, uh, because we were so thoughtful about the uh, understanding the user segments um, and understanding, gathering information on who uh, is engaging with STC and, and the type of people who are going to take the bus, who are going to click on the ads, who are going to receive messaging, um, one of the things we learned is is who we're going to target more. So of and uh, so, for example, uh, with STC, uh, females. Uh, were a majority of the of the users who signed up and who clicked on our ads and Mm -hmm. so you know in the future now how can we have 
what can we learn more about uh, females who take the bus and 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 what is, is there a difference between females and males or is it just females who just like to click on ads and so that was one interesting piece that we're going to explore better and, and maybe craft our messaging specifically to that and maybe even um, to males like a different message or some exactly, other exactly sort of yeah. exactly and then how do we communicate to the males uh, of course not going to forget about those uh, about the fellows uh, that take the bus for sure <laughs> Uh, so uh, that all comes down to understanding our audience better. And we've, we've really learned a lot about um, who is going to help us achieve our goals. Uh, that's one piece. The second piece is that we've really understood um, what kind of creative is effective on what kind of different platforms. And so uh, remarketing, we might have a remarketing um, a program that reaches uh, people 45 plus um, or, or more emphasize that uh, age group um, as well as in-app advertisements work really well with the uh, 25 to 35 year old. So we might have a campaign uh, specifically just uh, for in-app uh, mobile ads. So understanding the user behavior was a really big win. Understanding the, the users who do something with the brand online was a really big win. And then the, the last thing is the um, uh, we learned a lot about what, um, what people, uh, what will prevent us from reaching our goals? And mm -hmm. so, you know, it's those things that I talked about, and you know, the, the multiple navigational um, menus will cannibalize goals. And so we might refine our, our on-page experience a bit more uh, for our next campaign. So um, it may be difficult to answer this question because you were adjusting as you went through, but was there anything that was, you, uh, two parts, I guess, was there anything that was a complete waste of time that you wouldn't do again? And was there anything that was um, really overachieved that you were super happy with? Mm. Well, so one of the things that didn't work, um, well, there's two things. Uh, one is that when we had images that were not directly related to Saskatchewan or STC, so no bus, no landscape of Saskatchewan, uh, those ads performed terribly. Mm. So we shut those off uh, within... Uh, seven to 10 days oh, of wow. launch. And That's interesting. Yeah, it was quite a surprise because these these particular sets of images uh, were pretty modern and hip and, you know, taken, they're modern photography, very Instagram friendly um, in terms of um, stylish. And so that was a that was a big surprise. In fact, I thought thing that would that would be opposite. So that's one piece, uh, and which makes sense if you you know the Saskatchewan Transportation Company, and there's a lot of angles in there around yeah, the province, yeah. and and you know making. I guess it's partly being just really clear about who's talking and what you're saying, as opposed to trying to lure people in with an image that may not they might like it, but they're not exactly don't relate to it exactly, uh, and that leads to the second. Uh, big learning, uh, and this is this isn't new learning from the STC campaign, but it's another point, which is, um, you know, people get excited about Instagram, but Instagram often is an expensive platform, so you're going to pay, you know, three or four or five times the amount for a click on Instagram as you will on a thing like Facebook or a platform like Facebook, um, and you'll get less people doing things uh, from Instagram. So. The, the value of Instagram for us in this campaign, um, given our objectives and our outcomes that we were shooting for, it wasn't a winner. It was too expensive. The clicks were too much. The clicks weren't not enough. And clicks aren't everything, but the conversions after the clicks also weren't very respectable. Right. Uh, so we actually had to um, 
uh, adjust and take budget out of that and put it uh, more into Facebook and um, uh, or more into our other platforms that we're working mm-hmm. uh, on the fly. Um, the the big win and su- surprise, I would say, um, was uh, something I already mentioned was how how engaged the older demographics were on remarketing and uh, re- display remarketing uh, specifically. Yeah. And uh, so that really uh, begs a lot of questions that I don't quite have the answers for yet, but is this, is this a trust factor? Is it they need to be uh, reminded multiple times um, of why it's important. Is that just how they consume content? Is that a, is that a user behavior difference between a, a 25 year old and a, and a 55 year old? And so that really just sparked more questions than I had answers, but something to note, um, uh, for, yeah, you can form a lot of theories about yeah. what that might be. Maybe it wasn't, maybe they weren't seeing it the first time at the right moment, you know, when 